Welcome everyone. This is Marie Waite and I am so excited uh, this time because uh, I have Kirsten Strawn who is going to talk to us about what she do and what she does and uh, she is the uh, uh, relationship expert and we call her the faith coach. Kirsten Strawn, welcome. Thank you. It's such a blessing to be here, Marie. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on your show. Yeah. How are you? I, it's so nice to see you. I think the last time you and I uh, uh, saw each other were we were uh, filming the, the uh, Business Doctor TV. Am I right? That's right. I was co-hosting that show. It was such an amazing honor and privilege to be there. And so, yes, that is the last time that we have seen each other. And it's so good to see you here today. I am so glad because I still, you know, I was actually thinking how you and I started. And it was way back. And I'm, I'm still recalling, I think the first time was at the speaker's um, retreat. Am I right? That's where you and I started talking to each other. Yes, yes. We were both at a speaker's retreat, getting our message uh, to fine-tuned and learning some of those skills uh, to be able to present our message to the world and make a difference. Yes, and I remember how, how you are so friendly and so um, complimentary because I know that I spoke at that event and I was nervous because I wasn't really trying to be a speaker. I was invited to okay. be at that event. And then all of a sudden, I had to speak in front of everybody. <laughs> it's just like nerve wracking for me. And you were there and you listened to my uh, speech, my, my presentation. Do you remember mm -hmm. that part? Yeah, I, I just remember being very impressed by you. You're, you've got such a personable way about you. You're very knowledgeable and caring. And I, I loved you shared a message and isn't this interesting because i remember it was so impactful i am remembering right now what your message was and it was about marketing and how and branding it was about branding and how you you use jesus as an example yes uh, it was it was because i didn't really know how to how to uh, relate to the people that were there and the only thing i can think of is the best uh best you know one that i can think of was jesus <laughs> i love it and you know as the faith coach i just resonated with you and i was like that is so powerful and bold and courageous to use jesus as your example of of branding and his ministry and how he was he branded himself and i just was like so impressed and I, I don't know i fell in love with you right away <laughs> oh i am so glad because it's the funny thing kirsten is i had feedback where they were offended by it oh and, yeah and and for me it didn't really matter because that was what i have in my heart and that's what i was uh you know i was thinking so <laughs> i yeah. can't really do anything about it it is it was in my mind <laughs> you know and that's the thing you you weren't you said that you weren't even expecting to to speak so yeah i didn't enroll for that i just believe that that was the holy spirit guiding you and i love that you were just 
you spoke what you were led to, to share that day. And it was a very congruent message that spoke to my heart. And I'm sure it spoke to a lot of people's hearts and those that didn't like it. Oh, well, some are going <laughs> to love us and some are going to not love us so much. And that's yeah. okay. So, you know, based on that, I was even thinking that you probably are dealing with that kind of reactions because you are so dedicated in talking about your relationship with God and, and you relate it so much with your business. Am I right? I mean, that's, that's what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And it hasn't always been that way. I'll have to be honest with you. Uh, I, yes, I, when God got a hold of my heart about 22 years ago, uh, he gave me the gift of evangelism. And so I just, I just shared, I just shared my faith today. That's what I do. I just share my faith, my love of Jesus and how he has impacted my life. But to be honest with you, there was probably about three years ago that I was working with a coach and he, I, I introduced myself. We were at an intimate event at his home and he had us introduce ourselves. And I introduced myself as Kirsten Strong, the faith coach, author of Loving the Unlovable. And he said, don't ever ever introduce yourself that way again don't call yourself the faith coach if you want to make money or do you want to and he pointed to a pastor that was in that group he said or do you want to be poor like pastor ed wow and it was i, I was like he goes do you want to make money and of course i want to make money i want to get paid for the gifts and talents that god has given me but i was really struggling with that and so he said, call yourself a life and business strategist. And I ended up going to another one of his coaching events where he wasn't there, but one, two of his coaches were, and it was like it within like another week or two, I just did back to back coaching and they said the same thing. And so I really struggled with that and really just, you know, not not being authentic with who I am as the faith coach and, and helping people in their relationship with God and with themselves and the people in their life. So for about a year, I was trying to cover up my branding that I had been doing for like, I'd been a coach for over 20 years, but for the branding part of it, it had probably been nine or 10 years that I was branded as the faith coach. And I tried covering that up and God just convicted me. There was no covering it up. I mean, I'm on social media. I'm the faith coach and that's who I am. And I was be feeling so inauthentic. So yes, now I am back to being the faith coach, sharing my faith boldly. Yes. Like you said, there's going to be people that reject us. I go to a lot of events that you know are secular there's there's christians of course but there's non-christians and and that's okay you know i would inter i you know introduce myself i i have a um a little my business card was a with a bookmark that had seven promises from god so you know i i would hand those out and yeah some people would just turn and walk the other way like you know try to get a you know it, 
avoid the conversation. But, you know, I have found that as I stand in my true authenticity of who I am, I love people. I accept people for exactly where they are. And, and I was on that journey 34 years. I didn't, I honestly wasn't sure I even believed in a God. I mean, I, 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 I honestly, I never called myself an atheist, but I really questioned whether or not a God, a God even existed. Yeah, yeah. But you know, when you're seeking and you're asking, he brings the people into our path. He ends up um, revealing himself as we start reading the Bible. And as we start praying and I saw him at work and it's been an amazing journey. So I oh, stand in my firm foundation of Christ. I um, am happy for you, Kirsten. I am so proud of sticking to what you believe in. Cause yeah. I remember you and I met at this event. Uh, I believe it was one of those big events in San Diego and you and I are running to each other and all of a sudden we started talking about, we had this one morning discussion about, I wish I'd known you when I was going through my uh, struggles in my own marriage, you know, because as you know, I've been, I've had some uh, challenges in my life too. But, you know, I, I see, I actually witness and experience some of your ways of coaching uh, people in terms of how they can change uh, the way of their communication. And when I saw that, I said, I wish I'd known you way back and I could have listened to you and I could have probably changed my mindset on how I communicate with the people that were that I was surrounded with. And I probably had a better decisions in my life. So um, Kristen, let mm -hmm. me ask you this question. Yeah. Um, the people that are out there, especially now that they are on a quarantine and husband and wife are at home, both do not have jobs. They were struggling and fighting and having all kinds of problems because they're afraid and they're, um, they're just trying to protect their family, but at the same time, they're doubting each other. How do you, what kind of message do you want to share with them? Yeah. Well, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Um, I know right now it's a really tough time. People are scared. Um, there's, you know, we've been in quarantine, um, you know, for, for weeks now. And it brings out, you know, fear brings out the worst in us. So people are, people are afraid right now, um, whether they have lost their jobs or not, they're, you know, they're at home, um, they're working from home, their kids, they're homeschooling, they've had to adjust their lives. And, and they don't, we, the future is really uncertain, like what is going to happen, you know, to the economy. And so that causes stress, it causes anxiety, and it causes conflict, uh, inner conflict, conflict with God, inner conflict and conflict within our relationships. And so my, um, my heart is to really help your, your audience, um, everybody listening to know that right now is a stressful time. And, 
And even if you were struggling before, then everything is exasperated, right? It's, it's, it's um, brought to the light. It's brought to attention. Like it's, it's magnified. So if you're struggling before, conflict will, and, and uncertainty and fear will cause that to come up. I, I dealt with this myself when, when I first became a Christian um, about 22 years ago. It was a couple years after that that uh, my son um, was diagnosed with a rare form of leukemia. So he was five years old. And my husband and I were already having conflict in our relationship. And so I experienced this conflict that I didn't understand. I mean, it was hard enough having, you know, four kids under the age of nine, five-year-old son, you know, God had put it on my heart to homeschool. I was a brand new believer, never thought in a million years I would homeschool, but he put it on my heart to do that. And within a month, I found out that my son had this rare form of leukemia. And I mean, our whole world changed, our whole, you know, everything changed and, and it caused so much stress within my marriage. And what I clung to was God's promises. So that's what I would tell your audience. It's like, whatever you're going through, if it's a health crisis, if it's a financial crisis, if, you know, relationships, it's knowing God's promises. Now, God had put it on my heart to know his promises to, within the two years before Connor was diagnosed with leukemia. I became a, a Christian. I surrendered my life. I, like I said, I didn't even know if God existed but once I understood that God loved me, God loved me. And I knew that Jesus died on the cross, but I didn't know why he died on the cross. I mean, it might sound funny, but I didn't know why he died on the cross. And when I discovered that he died for me, I mean, all my sin was placed on him. And I, I'm sorry, I'm just really transparent. Um, Marie, I don't, uh, you know, yeah. you, you know me, but I mean, when I understood that my sexual immorality was placed on him, I mean, I had moved out of the house at 16 and lived with three different guys by the age of 20. So when I found out that he died for that sexual immorality, he died for my abortion. Yes, I know some people may like cringe that I said that word, but I mean, that was the reality. I justified my abortion for 14 years and then realized Jesus died for that. Like that sin was placed on him, lying, bad thoughts, greed, selfishness, pride, all nailed Jesus to the cross. When I understood that, my life radically changed. I knew I had a God that loved me. And that's what I want to tell your audience is we have a God that loves you. And God is there for you. He wants the best for you. He wants you to succeed in every area of your life, financially, relationally, spiritually, you know, every area, physically. Uh, so when we understand that, our life changes and I had God's promises and when Connor had his leukemia and we went through that process I mean my daughter at nine years old prayed that she could save his life and she was an exact match for a bone marrow transplant we 
you know, I, Chris, on Christmas Day, I was sitting at Connor's bedside in complete isolation. He had just had his bone marrow transplant two days before. Kids around us were passing away. The little boy was in complete isolation in the, the room next to us. We thought we were going to be celebrating his first birthday, and we ended up celebrating his life. 87 days of isolation, and he passed away. I mean, it was tragic, Marie. It was, wow. it was such a difficult time, but I had God's promises. And I, I just want to share this story because God is so personal. He's so personal. When we seek him, when we read his word, when we, when we pray, um, he's so personal and he will reveal himself to us. And I was sitting next to Connor's bed on Christmas day. He was five years old. He had a bald head. He didn't care. He thought he looked like Michael Jordan. He was just a lot whiter. And we just would joke around about it because he'd had, a, had, a, had his little Nerf ball and would shoot his little baskets. But he was asleep that morning on Christmas day. And uh, all hooked up to the IVs and had just had his bone marrow transplant. And I was seeking God and I was saying, Lord, I, I, I pray for Connor to get healed. Um, not my will be done, thy will be done. You have a plan and a purpose here. You're a God of comfort and compassion that will comfort me in my struggle so that I can comfort others with the comfort that you've given me. That is his promise, that he works all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I knew God was going to work this. I knew he would be healed either here or in heaven. I had a pastor ask me, are you angry that God allowed Connor to have a rare form of leukemia instead of uh, the children's leukemia that was 95% curable. And I said, no, God's going to get the glory. He's going to use the doctors, but the doctors aren't going to get the glory. 95% curable that, I mean, God knew that I would glorify him. Connor, whether Connor was healed here or healed in heaven, that God would get the glory and he would use me for the good. Connor's leukemia was a rare form of leukemia. So I knew that God could do a miracle. Jesus did miracles. He healed the sick, the, the lame. He brought people back from the dead. I knew that Jesus did that 2000 years ago and he uses his people to do that today. And so I was sitting there next to Connor's bed and I had just surrendered Connor, trusting that God was going to work it for good, that he could heal my son and was believing in a miracle. But let me tell you, I asked God to speak to me through his word and I opened randomly to the Bible, to a, a story I had never read. Remember, I'd only been in my faith for a couple of years. I'm reading this story in John chapter four, and it's about the royal, uh, it's about a centurion that comes, so a Roman centurion that comes to Jesus and says, Jesus, come heal my son that lays sick in Capernaum. And I knew without a doubt, God was speaking to me. I had just prayed for Connor to be healed and asking God to lead me in his word. And here's the story that I open up to and I read on and it says, because of your faith, you may go, Jesus tells the centurion, you may go, your son will live. Well, I took that to heart and I believed with all my heart and soul that God, God was healing my son. And we were supposed to be in the hospital in complete isolation for up to a hundred days. 
We left the hospital 13 days later, day 15 after transplant. They sent us home. They sent us home day 15 after transplant, sooner than any child had ever left Children's Hospital. And we never, ever went back as an inpatient. We went back as an outpatient. I knew God had healed him. We were wow. sent home with 13 pills to take. My little five-year-old had to take um, 13 pills and leg shots every day. I had to give him leg shots. And because I knew he was healed, and that medication can be worse than, I mean, you know, it, it can cause a lot of complications um, mentally, emotionally, physically. And because I knew that God had healed him, yes, he used the doctors, wow. but I... I'll tell you, Marie, it's, it's a miracle. I, we'd go in as an outpatient, they'd check his vitals and, and take blood work and everything. And, um, and I'd say, are you sure he needs to be on that medication? And they would, they gradually took him off. He was off all medication within a year of diagnosis. The day of diagnosis, October 6th, he was taken off the last med. He was, they call him a miracle, completely healed. Wow. Never what, is, what an incredible, incredible experience with God. Yeah. And, I mean, and this is for not just me. I'm just ordinary. I just choose to believe God's promises. I choose to believe him and his word and spend time with him. I just, I love him so much. I just love him and I love people and I accept people for where they are on their journey. That's, you know, we, I was on a journey 34 years. I didn't know God. I'm thankful that people you know, if they judged me, you know, other Christians, I mean, you know, we can become so judgmental or think we're better or, but the thing is, is we need to embrace people for right where they're at and know yeah. that we're all on a journey. I, I totally can relate to you. I mean, not in that extent, but my experience yeah. with God is really more about um, the inner happiness that I have with him. And I do fear for my kids, and I did pray for them. And the thing about praying to God is the way I, I see it is that once I pray to God, I, I, would, I believe that it's already done. Yeah. And I, I feel secure once I pray, and I know that he, I mean, because I, I talk to God. You know, I, I, I take my time in the evening just to talk to him. And when I take the time to pray for other people, I would just pray once and I know it's done. That's how believe that's that. how I believe that God loves me, that whatever I ask him, that you know it's done. Yeah. Because I have that relationship with him. So I have that inner happiness that I have. Yeah. With him. That's beautiful, yeah. Marie. I'm so um that's so encouraging and I and and I hope that your audience is really encouraged by that because when we know his promises and we pray I mean he wants he wants the best for us yes and yes. sometimes we you know sometimes we're stubborn sometimes it's pride that leads to destruction right <laughs> and we think we know better and we can do it our way and and then it's like you know, it's like you and your kids right that's how they <laughs> exactly and he's our abba daddy abba's daddy in you know um that's what he's referred to and and in the bible is our daddy and a daddy, you know, our father gives us good and perfect gifts. 
And so, yes, he wants to see us successful. He wants us to have, you know, his love, his peace, his joy. And um, that's what I'm all about. It's helping, yeah. helping uh, people have that experience, that love, that peace, that joy, um, fulfill their purpose, walk in their power and authority uh, and, and have extraordinary relationships. Well, um, Kristen, you are amazing. The fact that this is what you do for people and you, uh, extend your relationship with God through, you know, your services. I think that's amazing. So, um, can you, I mean, I know that you're probably helping a lot of people right now and some of your experiences with them, what is the best uh, outcome that you've had that you, it's just really resonate in you? Well, it's, it's so exciting to see transformation. I mean, I have the best job in the whole world. I can, I can tell. <laughs> it's so incredible. And I have this amazing process. I, I, it really is. I feel, I call it a download from God and it's my peace principles. And so I take people through this process of these peace principles and everybody, everybody around the world needs, we, we all need these, these five things. So, and it, it happens to spell out the word peace. I love using. I like the way you said download from God. I really <laughs> love that. <laughs> it is. It is. It's such a download. Even my book, Loving the Unlovable, is, was such a download from God. My, <laughs> I, I read it and I go, oh my gosh, thank you, Lord, that you gave me that, you know, and yeah. that's how I feel about these peace principles. So I take people through this process. Um, and what's so beautiful is to see the transformation. So I was just on a coaching call with my clients and, and to hear what God is doing in a short period of time. So less than, less than three months. So I call it my 90 days to extraordinary relationships, God's way. And wow, I love that title. (laughs) Yeah, so thank you. So, well, what I have found is people don't want to spend months and months and months, you know, um, trying to work on their relationship. But, you know, we all, we're, we all want instant gratification, right? So I figured that with these five principles that I take people through, my strategy, to to achieve you know a peace in their relationships uh like i said relationship with god but inner peace and and peace and harmony so that we can have a healthy happy harmonious life you know that's what that's what um god wants for us so i so my my coaching clients i have a co- a, a client named christy and she's been married um well she's uh let's see six is she 69 I think she's been married um 30 let's see it was 37 years and she um she came to me well she came to me really frustrated because of the relationship she's had with her husband and there's been some you know emotional abuse um you know, yelling and, and and anger and lashing out and stuff. And, and so what I've helped Christy do, um, and, and this is what I, I love 
helping my clients do is to really step back. And usually there's three things I, I say, well, accept people for where they're at and, and take them off of the pedestal of perfectionism and know that they're coming from three different, uh, I call them my three P's. So they're coming first from their place of pain. So their pain is our pain is usually from our past right and we're if we haven't gone back to heal our pain then we project it onto our current situation we don't even know we don't even know it's it's stored in our amygdala we don't even know that we're reacting from that place of pain so i help people find out where that pain is in the past that then they're projecting on their current relationships and responding or re reacting as opposed to responding so rem remember i'm only coaching her i'm not coaching him but what i do is i coach my clients i love working with men as well um but i coach my clients to respond differently uh, and to see I people see. yeah see people from a different perspective so that pain you go back heal that pain find out what it is, and then you respond differently. And that second P is perspective. Everybody has a different perspective and sometimes different understanding of the circumstance. So to seek to understand. And then the third P is their personality. And so we all have our personality types and how we, when we know our personality and we know somebody else's personality, we can adjust and adapt. I, I totally, I totally agree with you with that because I, I had to take uh, classes just to learn different types of personality, and you actually have to adjust yourself. I mean, you need to know exactly what your personality is, and then you also have to learn how to adjust yourself from the different types of personality that you have around you. Right. So I, I'm glad that that's part of what you do because it is really important to have that. Absolutely. The other thing that's really important is what we're thinking about. So I help my clients um, think about what they're thinking about. So Christy, um, on today's coaching call, she, was, she just said it's amazing the difference um, she, that, that's happened in her relationship with her husband. And wow. how she is, she, she's changed her, her thinking because remember our thoughts are felt so if we're thinking negative things it's felt it we don't even have to say words i mean we have our verbal communication can be can be felt just through our thoughts and uh, you know our facial expressions and and the way that we react respond or react by you know pulling away or lashing out so she she's just her relationships she's able to have difficult conversations or and address issues because I, that's what i help my clients do so with my coaching clients we're just today just rejoicing in all the transformation that's happened um and and the healing and uh family unity i have another client uh diana that uh, she's right now home without a job uh her kids you know she has a six a 15 year old and a 20 year old uh and they're they're, they're playing games together oh they're playing that's games beautiful together. yeah so just the and and her husband said it was the best easter that they've ever had oh. um so yeah just transformation it's it's such a blessing to be able to be a part of this
That is amazing, Kirsten. I am so, so excited for you because all these people that you're going to be connecting with, especially now, at yeah. this time of our life, I mean, they need someone like you that can just um, talk to and improve their communication and uh, be better people overall and have such great relationship with uh, with their family, even with God. That is yeah. incredible. I, I really, you. truly am uh, thankful, you know, to have you in this world. You know, God really did some incredible things with you and you're, you're totally uh, helping other people. Well, thank you, Marie. I, you know, my heart is um, for families. I know for entrepreneurs and business, uh, business people, uh, executives, you know, we're so driven and passionate. Uh, and what happens is sometimes as we're trying to climb the ladder, uh, we forget those important relationships at home. And there's, there's conflict. We don't understand each other. We're coming from a different perspective, personality, styles, and the, and the past pain. And so uh, what I find is that oftentimes that's where there's a lot of conflict with these, you know, when people are driven and, and determined to, to follow their passion and purpose yeah, that maybe God I can put see on that. their life. I've right. been there. So, I, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Me That's kind of like, <laughs> especially when you're uh, a woman with so much, um, you know, goals in life and you want yes. to do so much for your family. And especially now women are stepping up to be leaders. And that Absolutely. actually sometimes uh, get into trouble with, you know, who's doing what in the, uh, in the relationship uh, within the family and the marriage. And that's where sometimes it gets harder. And it's good to have someone like you that can help balance that. Um, and I, I'm wondering uh, if people wants to, people that are listening right now and they wanted to reach out to you, how can they get hold of you, Kirsten? So the best way to get a hold of me is to go to my website, thefaithcoach.com, thefaithcoach, faith in God, thefaithcoach.com or Kirsten strawn.com kirsten being k-i-r-s-t-e-n strawn uh and so that's that's the best way and then okay. what people can do is is sign up for a free strategy session when get on the phone and uh assess the their relationship it's all about extraordinary relationships we want to take our relationships to the next level so whether you're struggling or not the, the thing is, is we can have a better relationship. And yeah. so that's, that's my heart is to save families and, and help people have the best relationships possible with, with their spouse or with their ex-spouse, you know, with their, their kids, their parents, um, whoever's in their life, even in the marketplace. Uh, and and I think, yeah, I think even if you're talking about um, communication with family, they can also utilize that skills and extend it to their career and to their business um, environment because Absolutely. of the strategy that you're going to be teaching them how to communicate well. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, it, it translates. And I have a, a strategy specifically on how to have conversations that bring understanding and unity and tears down the walls of defensiveness so that you can 
really resolve conflict effectively yeah. and efficiently. Um, and yeah, that's what it's Well, that's I'm what it's so excited about. for you, Kirsten. I know that you're going to be doing a lot more things in the future. And uh, I know, and we were, we're actually uh, in the process of talking about it. But, um, you know, I, for, for the people that are watching or uh, listening to this show, uh, keep in mind that Kirsten is available to help you in any way of communication. And if you wanted to learn more about her, uh, definitely reach out to her on her website. And she's also in Facebook, I believe, and LinkedIn. You can send her a message. And if not, give me a call and I will connect you to Kirsten. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, thank you so much, Kirsten, for this thank amazing you. call. I wish I can extend it more. And I'm sure we're going to have another call scheduled in the future. I can wait to talk more about what you do. I, I, and, and I'm sure you have so many beautiful stories to share. And I'm sure people would love to hear that too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, Marie. God bless you. All right. Well, you take care. Thank Thanks. you.